Welcome to Oaks Church, where we grow great lives and build big people. Thank you for checking out our podcast. We hope that you're encouraged by this life-changing message from Pastor Joel Scrivener. For more information, visit us online at oakschurch.com or follow us on social media at Oaks Church, Texas. Awesome. It's so great to be with you this morning, and I'm extremely excited to get in to part two of this message on the anointing, really the finish of our message called Upgraded, which is all about understanding the Holy Spirit. If you haven't shared this video yet uh, while you're with us right now, go ahead and share. We need to make sure that we get this message out to as many people as we can to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Before we start this message, I do want to pray one more time because I feel like this message is going to be incredibly impactful to you and to your family and to your friends that you're sharing with. So would you just join me in this prayer? Father, in the name of Jesus, would you right now speak to your children? Release your word to them today. Father, no one is here to hear from just another person. We're here worshiping on Sunday morning, joined together as our Oaks family because we want to hear from you. Father, would you release your voice, release your word? Would you breathe your breath upon your people today and create a brand new life and zeal and exuberance for you and for your spirit? In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, last week when we talked about the anointing, we talked about how the word anointed means to be smeared with oil or to be smeared with the presence of God. We talked about the actual word anointed is made up of three specific letters inside of the Hebrew alphabet. And the first letter represents the way or the flow. The second letter represents uh, divinity and the last letter represents life. And so the anointing that we have received from God is our way to flow in divine life. It's a beautiful thing. And so today, as we move further into this, I'm excited to share uh, with you. Uh, and we have, I have my oil here. We're going to do another uh, anointing segment at the end of this. And so if you haven't grabbed uh, some oil, real quick, grab some. You're going to want that. Uh, the oil is just a point of contact, right? We know that the Holy Spirit is the one that's doing the work, but the oil is a point of contact. And the Bible is very clear about the power of creating that point of contact uh, with God, with the Holy Spirit, and with our physical bodies, and it's going to be powerful and beautiful. But I want to start today's message by telling you a story. And all of you kids that are watching with your family, uh, I, I would love to see you guys uh, post some pictures and maybe share with our page, Oaks Church Texas, on your uh, different social media sites of some of the things that you draw or some of the things that you write as you take notes. But today, I'm going to tell you a story about Shrek. And it's not the Shrek you're thinking about. It's not that green ogre uh, dude that had such bad manners. I'm going to tell you the story about the original Shrek. This Shrek is actually five years older. He, came, he, be, he was born five years before the green Shrek that many of you know, and a lot of you teenagers uh, know that movie as well. But this Shrek is Shrek the sheep. And, and Shrek was a sheep from New Zealand, and he was a specific breed of sheep that created this huge, massive amount of wool. And we're going to show you a picture of him on the screen over here so you can see how powerful and Shrek was a tough dude. He was a ram sheep, and he was a tough dude, and he was big, and he had some attitude. And, and one day, Shrek decided that he knew better what was for, for his life. He knew what was best for his life instead of what his shepherd thought was best for his life. And so Shrek escaped from the pen. 
And he was so determined and he was such a tough sheep that he ran off into the mountains and into the range in New Zealand. And it took for six years, they would see him, but they couldn't catch him. They would spot him, but he would escape and he would hide and he would go up the mountains. And the thing about this specific type of sheep is that they had this crazy amount of wool that would grow and they have to be shaved. They're supposed to be shaved once a year, shorn once a year, but at least no more than two years between their shearing. And over those six years that Shrek had disappeared, his wool continued to grow incredibly and perpetually. And by the end of those six years, you'll see this picture, his wool had grown so thick that he was literally carrying 60 pounds of wool. It, it had gotten crusted and hard and it had covered over his eyes. And when they finally caught him, they brought him in and it was, he had become very famous, uh, this elusive sheep that he was all over uh, national television in New Zealand. And so they brought him in and they literally live televised. This is the most famous sheep in the world. They live televised his shearing after six years. And you're going to see what he looked like after he was shorn. Uh, I mean, he's beautiful, man. He's all, man, you can think about how good he must feel having 60 pounds of burden taken off of his body, burden that he would have never had to deal with, burden that he would have never had to carry, issues that he would have never had to live through and go through if he had just stayed in relationship with his shepherd. This last picture that we'll show shows how big the wool was that was on Shrek's body. It was literally 60 pounds and it was enough wool to make 20 suits, 20 male business suits. That's how much wool Shrek was carrying around. And I tell you this story because the Bible is very clear. It says that Jesus was the good shepherd that we have a shepherd in Jesus. The Lord is our shepherd is what it says, is what David said. And we'll look at the passage Psalms 23 in a little while, but the Lord is our shepherd. In Isaiah, it says that all of us like sheep have gone astray and wandered off to our own ways. That's part of human nature. And all through scripture, we are called sheep and God is called our shepherd. And I do want to read a verse to you uh, very quickly about this anointing that we have received because it's very important you recognize what it actually does. And we'll get into that in a minute. But in 2 Corinthians 1, 21 and 22, it says, Now he who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us in God, who also has sealed us and given us his spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. That's what this passage says, that we have received this anointing from God in Jesus Christ. It's a seal. Remember, it represents oil. It covers, it seals, and it secures you. And it's actually your guarantee of your inheritance. That is a powerful and a beautiful thing when you think about the anointing, and you think about the Holy Spirit, it seals you, it covers you, and it is your guarantee of your eternal salvation. That's a powerful thing. But what does the anointing really do? What does the anointing do? How does it work? Is, is it magic? Is it hocus pocus? No, it's none of those. And I really want to get into this today and help you understand the things that the Lord has shared with me this week because the anointing is such a powerful thing that it's talked about all through scripture. And I want to take you to the book of Psalms, Psalms 23. This psalm is such a powerful psalm because it's the psalm that David wrote either before 
or, or after his experience with Goliath. And we know that David was anointed by Samuel as the king in the future. It would be uh, almost 23 years before he would finally become the king, but he was anointed. And as soon as that anointing came upon him, that's when he had the power to kill the lion and the bear and to defend the sheep because David was a shepherd. So David is writing this passage and calling God the good shepherd because he understood understood what it was like to take care of sheep. And God had shown him that that's how God looks at us, that God is our shepherd in the same way that David took care of sheep is how God took care of his children. So let's look at this passage. It's a beautiful passage. Psalms 23 verse one says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want He makes me lie down in green pastures and he leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul and he leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table for me before in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. What an incredible passage that talks about how good our shepherd is to us. We have nothing to want for because he meets all of our needs. Remember last week we talked about how the anointing is what gives us access to all that God has in heaven for us. We have no lack because of the anointing. He leads us beside uh, green pastures and still waters. Uh, All of these beautiful things he provides for us. He makes sure that we have everything we need. And it says specifically, I love the part where it says that in the presence of his enemies, he prepares a table for him and he anoints his head with oil. Why would the shepherd anoint his sheep? doesn't make sense to us. We understand why, because of what we're teaching and learning here about the anointing of God and how God anointed people for a specific purpose, for a mission in their life. But why would a shepherd anoint sheep? See, when you think about Shrek and you think about that big, fat, fluffy burden, his wool had gotten so thick that it literally had covered over his eyes. He couldn't even see anymore. That's how they finally caught him. But on top of that, sheep have really short ears and a short little stubby tail, and their wool is so thick that that they have no ability to keep the bugs that want to live inside of their wool and live inside of their skin. They, They don't have the ability to keep those bugs off of them. And what will happen is those bugs will begin to crawl up into their nostrils and crawl up into their ears, and they burrow in. They follow the ear canal, the nasal canal, and they go up into the sheep's brain and burrow in there and they begin to drive the sheep crazy. And sheep have even been known to crack their own skull and accidentally kill themselves trying to get the the pain of these bugs inside of their brain to go away. And so the shepherd would anoint with this ointment and this fragrance, this, this smell that would keep the bugs away and it would cover and make sure the bugs couldn't get in inside of their ears and their nostrils and all of that. And the anointing would actually protect the sheep 
from the pests that wanted to get into their life and destroy it. Can I tell you that in the same way that David wrote this amazing psalm, this song, that's what that word means, surrounding the experience that he had with Goliath, the scariest moment of his life, the biggest challenge of his life that far. Guys, do you understand we're facing a Goliath right now? Our nation has never been through this. Our world has never been through this. There are a lot of people that are dealing with fear. They're dealing with uncertainty. They don't know how things are going to work, how things are going to ever come back to normal. They don't know how they're going to make ends meet. You may be one of those people. And what the enemy, you have a very real enemy. And what he wants to do is he wants to burrow into your brain. He wants to burrow into your mind with ideas and thoughts. And he wants to drive you crazy with the thoughts that that he's putting inside of your head. Thoughts of fear and doubt, oppression and depression. And I want to help you understand that in this time, in this tough time, God has an anointing for you. Your good shepherd will anoint your head with oil and he will keep you from the pestilence of the enemy that want to burrow into your mind and burrow into your thoughts and drive you crazy and steal your peace. You have a very good shepherd. Your good shepherd anoints your head with oil. See, the Bible is very clear that we have been given the mind of Christ, that he is our prince of peace, and he gives us a peace that surpasses our own understanding. And this anointing that he has given you is specifically a breakthrough anointing. You are anointed for breakthrough. That's really good news because you may feel like you're in a place right now that you're stuck. Heck, we're all stuck at our houses. We need a breakthrough. We're we're all stuck. You may be stuck with your job. You may be stuck trying to work through some of the crazy stuff that's going on in our world right now. You may be dealing with things in your physical health. You may be dealing with uh, things in your your soul, in in your humanity, in your emotions. And there is a breakthrough anointing that God has for you. When I was praying this week and asking the Lord to speak to me about this message, he spoke to me so clearly about it. And this is what he said in my journal this week on April 22nd. He said, my anointing breaks the yoke. I don't want my kids in slavery to anything. All affliction of spirit, soul, and body I paid for. My anointing is the balm of healing for all maladies, for all aspects of human existence. You are smeared in my presence and given access to every aspect of who I am. That's the secret, God said to me this week. Who I am is released in the anointing. Who I am, God says is released in the anointing. See, there's a beautiful expression of God to his people early on with Moses. And, 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 and Moses is being sent to go face Pharaoh and to rescue his people. And, and God says to him, tell them that I sent you. And Moses says, but, but who do I say that you are? What do I say your name is? And God literally said, you tell them that I am. And another pastor says, I am that I am, or I am who I am. God is existence. He is everything you need 
And what we need to do today is discern who we need him to be for us in our life right now because he is that already. There is no limit to God. There is nothing that God lacks. If there's anything that his children need, he is that already. And his anointing breaks the yoke. That's what he says. My anointing breaks the yoke. And that is found also in the book of Isaiah. It talks about how the anointing will break the yoke. And it was a yoke of slavery. See, that's a word when we in our modern day think about yoke, we think about an egg and the yellow part inside of the egg. But in the biblical time, a yoke was a, was a piece of wood that was literally in the shape, kind of looked like the McDonald's arch, right? Looked like an M. And it went over the back of two bulls and it would be chained together. And those two bulls would then, now that they're chained and they're enslaved, they're locked together, then they would pull together and they would do the work that was required for them to do. And God said so clearly, my anointing breaks the yoke. I don't want my kids enslaved to anything. See, Shrek the sheep, he thought he knew what was best and he went out and he did his own thing. Just like Isaiah said, all of us like sheep have gone astray and wandered unto our own ways. Shrek thought he knew what was best for himself, but it ended up being a pathway to destruction. And he was carrying the yoke, the burden of 60 pounds of, of weight that he didn't need to carry. He didn't have to carry. It wasn't his shepherd's will for him to carry. What are you carrying today? What are you carrying that God doesn't want you to carry? Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus wants to trade yokes with you today and bring you into a place of freedom where you're not clothed in, in what you lack, but you're clothed in the fullness of who he is. See, there's a passage that talks about how, how the, the, the anointing will be, will be anointed with the oil of gladness or the oil of joy. Maybe you need some sadness broken off your life today. Maybe you need some pressure and anxiety broken off your life today. You have received a breakthrough anointing. Another passage in the book of James says that if there's anyone sick among you, bring them before the elders of the church and anoint them with oil and the prayer of faith will heal the sick. Do you have any sickness in your life right now? Is there anyone in your room that's dealing with sickness, dealing with some type of a disease? Remember God said that his anointing gives us access. He paid the price, spirit, soul, and body. Every aspect, every facet for human existence through the anointing, God has already paid the price. He has already released the blessing into your life and you have access to whoever you need him to be for any aspect of your life. He's that good. So who do you need him to be today? Who do you need God to be today in this moment? See, there, there, in my studies, I have enjoyed studying the different names of God. The, the, the primary name that's used for God as, as a part of the descriptive is the word Yehovah, and it means the Lord. But so many times in scripture, there would be a secondary word that would follow Yehovah, and it would say the Lord 
who heals or the Lord who has provided and all of these different names, that's part of who he is. Remember, we spoke weeks ago about how a name inside of a name is the character and the authority of that individual. Names are important. And when you're thinking about who you need him to be, the scriptures declare that, that who he is is he is your righteousness. Are you stuck? Are you in bondage to sin? Are you in bondage to a place? You're, you're, you're carrying the yoke of a behavior, a sin pattern that has you locked down, enslaved. He is righteousness to you. If you need him to break you out of that cycle and bring you into a place of righteousness, it says that who he is, is he is a banner of victory. Is there an area in your life that you need the victory of God, of who he is, the victorious one, to invade your life? He is healer. He is provider. He is a shepherd that protects you. One of the names of God literally says he is there. Maybe you're dealing with incredible loneliness. You're alone right now in the midst of this shelter at home and, and you can't see your friends and the only interaction you have is like this on, a, on, on, a, on the internet or a computer thing or a Zoom or call or a Facebook chat or all these different things and you're simply dealing with loneliness but Jehovah is there. Your God is there. Who do you need him to be? I'm going to pray an anointing prayer in this time right now. And I'm going to ask my wife to come up here and join me. And I'll make the anointing illustration with her. Come here, sweetie. And uh, if you want to go ahead and get your oil as well, uh, we can do that right now. And what we're going to do is I'm going to just take a second and I'm going to anoint her and I'm going to make a declaration and a prayer over her. And, and as I do that, I'm going to lead you to make a, the very same declaration. If you're alone, you can lay your hands on your own head like we did last week. You can lay your hands on your family, your spouse, your kids. Uh, you can do this all to each other and, and, and pray over each other at the exact same time. But whoever you need your God to be, he is. He is. There is no limit. Anything you need, he is. For our God shall supply all of our needs according to his riches in glory. So I'm going to do this because one of the things that it says so clearly is that the anointing that breaks the yoke was put on the head. And we understand that the head is where the enemy tries to mess with us the most. He wants to mess with our thoughts. He wants to create fears and anxieties. He wants to cause doubts and, and, and make us to not have the feeling that God wants us to have. The joy of the Lord is our strength. So as we do this, I'm just going to take a little bit of this oil and I'm going to anoint my wife's head and if you want to do the same thing you can anoint your own you can anoint your your children your spouse and just pray this with me say father in the name of jesus i anoint this head with the mind of christ you lack nothing all that you need has been given to you you have peace you have power, you have love, you lack nothing. Healing is yours right now. Peace is yours right now. Righteousness is yours right now. The presence is yours right now. I am with you, says the Lord, and I will not leave you, not one second. You've never been alone. Not for one moment. I've always been there. 
I've always loved you. I've always watched over you. I am with you. And I will carry you through. Come on, if you right now just receive that word from the Lord. I will carry you through, says the Lord. I will get you through. You lack nothing. I am your healer. I am your provider. I am your presence. I am your righteousness. I am your victory. You lack nothing. I am your power. I am your employer. I am your source. You have no lack. All you need is in me, says the Lord. You have no lack. You are full of my anointing. You're full of who I am. Just ask me. That's what the Lord says to you today. Just ask me. Who do you need me to be? What do you need from me? Just ask me. Ask and you shall receive that your joy will be full. The Lord says, your joy is my intention. You will go through tough times. You will have ups and downs. But your joy is my intention. And I will share my joy with you. I share my peace with you. I share my comfort with you. You lack nothing. You lack nothing. Thank you, Jesus. Would you just receive that word today? Just put your hand on your own head. Say, I lack nothing. I lack nothing. I have all. I have all. Of God. God. In me. In me. I'm full of God. I'm full of God. Jesus, you're my Lord. You're my savior. I live for you. I live for you. I lack nothing. I have peace. I have power. I have joy. I have your presence. I have your righteousness. I am healed. I am healed. You provide for me. You protect me. I am anointed. Full of your spirit. I'm saved. The child of God, I belong to you. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope this message has blessed your life. And if it has, we want to invite you to sow into what God is doing here at Oaks Church. It's as simple as going to oakschurch.com and clicking the Give button. On behalf of Oaks Church, thanks again for listening and have a great week.